Hey friends, it's Pastor Jason. Thank you so much for listening to The Daily Hit. You can get all of this content and more at jasonjohncowart.com. Be sure to follow and share this with your friends. Let's jump into today's verse. On The Daily Hit yesterday, we covered Luke 1.37, and in that verse, we talked about how the Bible says, for no word from God will ever fail. And I mentioned in that hit that uh, we were going to talk today specifically about the word, how the word impacts us, what that word is, and specifically the difference between the written word and God's spoken word. Now, in certain denominational circles, there is a lot of emphasis put on the written word and less emphasis put on the spoken word. In other circles, there's more emphasis put on the spoken word, it seems, than on the written word. I'm sure all of us have known people that are clinging to the next word that they hear from the Lord and their whole entire lives revolve around that where other people really don't have that type of experience because they're so focused on what the written word says. So which is which? Like what's more important? Well, the way I look at it is like this. I always give preference to the written word over the spoken word. And I'm going to tell you why in a second. But first, let's take a moment and talk about those two, because the Bible typically uses three different words in the New Testament for the word word. Uh, we're only going to talk about two of them today. And those two are logos and rhema. Now, we mentioned rhema yesterday. And and while it can be difficult really to parse these without really digging into it, again, I'm not going to try to get too crazy Greek on you, but when it comes to the Logos, what we see here is a word that is given generally, while Rhema is typically a word that's given specifically. Okay, so what, what does that look like in real time? So in real time, that looks like the verse that we're going to tackle today. John 17, 17 says, sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. This specific word is Logos. That's a word that is a general thing. It's, it's given generally. There are different situations, though, when a word is given more specifically. So a great example of that is John 6.63, where the Bible says, It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. Here it is, the words, that's rhema, that I speak to you are spirit, and they are life. So really the difference here is that one is given more generally while one is given more specifically. Okay, now let's go back to the preference over the written word versus the spoken word. Okay, here is why I give preference to the written word. It's because the written word is what it is. It can't be changed. It can't be altered. It means what it means. And that's what it is. It's a word that has been given over the course of thousands of years, that's been protected over the course of thousands of years, that we can trust is accurate to the letter right now, even though it was written so long ago. But the, the spoken word is slightly different. See, the spoken word is always subjective to the hearer of that word. So if I say, okay, the Lord spoke to me and said this, I've got to go through some hoops and jump over some hurdles here that might alter the validity of that word. For instance, my experiences might change what that word is. My worldview, my specific belief system, if I'm charismatic or if I tend to be more denominationally conservative, all of those things play a part in how I interpret that specific word. And the reason why I give the preference to the written word is simply because the spoken word can be adjusted so much just based on my proclivities. So the Lord might speak something to me and because I read into it or because I add to it or because I have a specific viewpoint that I'm trying to get across or a specific word that I want to hear from the Lord and all of a sudden I slightly alter that to fit my specific narrative. All of a sudden now the word isn't what it was originally. 
Now, do I do that? I, I try not to, but honestly, it's very difficult to not do that. It's very difficult for us not to put our specific twist on the word. And if you want evidence of that, just look at a story you hear. I mean, maybe you go to work and somebody tells you a story and then you go home and you tell your spouse and you find that you've added some things to that story or you've told it in a way different from what you've heard it. It's not necessarily because you're trying to falsify the information. It's just because you're putting your subjective tint upon that story. We do the same thing with the word of God. That's why anytime you hear God speak to you, or you hear somebody else say, hey, the Lord spoke to me and said this. You always go back and find its foundation in the written word of God. So whenever you hear a word, there are typically two things that you need to run it through before you believe it or accept that. The first thing is, does it line up with what the written word is? Because God's not going to contradict himself. In fact, there are a lot of other books of the Bible that got kicked out of the canon. It's because they were contradictory to the narrative of the Bible that we have today. So, so you have to make sure that it follows the biblical narrative and that it has a foundation within the written word. And the second thing is that word that's being spoken to you resonating with something God's already been showing you in your heart? Or is it completely and totally wacky and crazy? I mean, it's like, my goodness, if you have absolutely no heart for missions, you've never thought about going overseas, you've never thought about evangelism, there's not a bone in your body that's like after that, and somebody walks up and he says, hey, the Lord just said to me that you're going to go to Rwanda. Like, mm, I don't know. You might want to take some time on that one. So what's the point of all this? Here, here's the point. You want to get to the truth, which is what the verse we're looking at today says. John 17, 17, sanctify them of the truth. What your word is truth. So whether it's written or spoken, we want the truth because that's what we can build our lives on. So whenever you go to the Bible, read it, research it, dig in. Don't just take it at face value. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you and explain, hey, what is this verse trying to say? Look at commentaries. Go check out the Greek. Biblehub.com is a great place to do that. Dig in and figure out what the Lord's trying to tell you through his written word. And if it's a spoken word, hey, do the same thing. Compare that spoken word to the written word. Make sure that there's a biblical foundation for it. Here's why. Because you don't want to build your life on something that's not true. John 17, 17 shows us that a part of our sanctification comes through the truth. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. We want to be sure that we're building our life on him. Your word is truth. So let's make sure we're not putting our tent on it. Let's make sure we're not trying to make the word say what we want it to say. You can do that with the spoken word, and you can do that with the written word. Let's get down to the truth. Let's build our lives on the truth. Let's build our lives on the word. Thank you so much for listening today. If you have any questions or comments, maybe a verse recommendation, I'd love to hear those. Or if you want to financially support this podcast, visit jasonjohncowart.com. And if you're in the Northeast Houston area and you're looking for a great church home, we'd love to have you at Freedom. Visit freedomdl.com for more information.